You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 66 with Danielle Levac. Hey, you guys, today we have Danielle Levac on the show. And if you want to be inspired by someone who's disciplined, both mentally and physically, then this show is for you. Danielle is not only a friend of mine, but she has been my trainer in the past and I take her glutes class. And let me tell you, she is the real deal. She walks the walk. And if we could have a little bit of her discipline and determination, it would be amazing to see what our potential could be. One of the things that I love about Danielle is she has the capacity to appreciate delayed gratification. And let me tell you, in this fast-paced society where we want everything right now, it is hard to find someone who can like the journey and not just want to fast forward to the destination. I hope this show inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone and do the one thing that you have been thinking about trying. Let's go to the show. Hey, you guys, now that the holidays are over, are you finding yourself pouring over Pinterest or polling people on Facebook on best vacation destinations? Are you dreaming of getting away with a family or just a couple's trip? But you're trying to figure out how can you budget that with everything else that you have going on for this year? Well, that is why we created the vacation planning tool just for you. We created an amazing spreadsheet that comes with a step-by-step video course that will help you map out your dream vacations, help budget and save for them. It also takes into account your kids, yours, and your husband's birthdays and anniversaries, so you can start planning for that today. You can feel ready to stop wishing and start doing by going to mominspiredshow.com forward slash vacation planning tool, where you will find a quick video explaining what it's all about. Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you. So I like to start off every show with an icebreaker. I love to travel and I want to inspire other moms to travel as well. So I love asking people where their favorite destinations are. So what would you say your favorite vacation spot is? And this can be with or without kids. I would say my favorite spot with or without kids is usually the beach. I love the sun. I love the water. I love that you can relax, but yet there's so many fun physical activities to do around water. So I'm definitely a beach girl. Do you have a certain beach that you just love going to? Well, we are from, we moved here from Santa Monica. Mm, So mm -hmm. I do love Southern California. Yes. Although the water's a little cold there, uh, (laughs) but we we do love it. Or it's great from Nashville. You can just drive down to Destin. Yes. And a great spot for families as well. Yeah. Well, that leads me into um, introducing who you are. So how about you tell us what your name is, where you're from, and how many kids you have, and how you got to where you are today? My name is Danielle Levac, and I live here in Nashville, Tennessee. We have been here for almost six years, which is a little bit crazy. However, both my husband and I were born and raised in Colorado, and then we went to Santa Monica for a little bit, and We had both of our kids. We have a daughter who is five and a son who is three, and they were both born here in Nashville. Yeah. You know, I remember, so you and I were in a Dave Ramsey class and um, we were both pregnant with our youngest. And so um, it's really fun to just kind of have that and 
it's also weird to think that I have kids that are born in the South, especially because, you know, I'm from the North and you're from Colorado. So it's like, wow, I really do have Southern kids. <laughs> I know. Our whole family asks, are they going to have accents? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some things that um, I noticed with Skyla. She one time a few years ago, she said heel for hill. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, it's not a heel. I'm like, it's a hill. <laughs> But anyways, how about you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today? I have loved health and fitness my entire life. It's always been a huge part of not only my family um, with my kids and husband, but growing up in Colorado. As many of you may know, Colorado is always the healthiest state in the nation. And we just love that we're able to bring some of that here locally to the South and in Nashville. Um, I am a personal trainer as well as I run some boot camps here. I also am an instructor at Lifetime Athletic. And most recently, I have started doing online training and nutrition, which is what I'm really passionate about. Um, I love it because I'm able to reach so many more people. And it's a totally different connection and experience working with people that you may have never met before. And I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I love about you, you know, we're friends in real life. So I feel like you have a lot of discipline. And so, and I feel like that's really hard for a lot of people, especially moms. You know, you show, okay, this is what a life can look like being healthy and fit. And we can chat about this later that you did a bikini competition and you did really well. And, you know, that's just really inspiring. And so I I feel like it'd be great to just kind of like pick your brain to see like how your mind thinks in regards to all of this, to be able to, you know, achieve your goals, you know, the goals that you set and all of that and what that looks like. So I just want to give hope to other moms that like, hey, they can do it too, even after having kids. So what is your thoughts on making fitness and living a healthy lifestyle versus just trying to have willpower and just like getting through it? What kind of advice can you give us for that? I think that living a healthy lifestyle is all about developing the right habits. Let's be real. Willpower will only take you so far. So you have to set yourself up to win by removing all the temptations, which means you need to build a routine. All of us have busy schedules and valid reasons why we just don't have time to maybe get to the gym or cook dinner every single night, but it comes down to you simply have to make it a priority. There are two things that I do on Sunday that help set me up for a successful week. First, I sit down with my planner, and as I'm going through my kids' schedule, my own work schedule, I literally write in when I'm going to work out that week. The second thing that I do is I meal prep on Sundays. So we grill or bake probably 17 um, chicken. I'm doing a big batch of sweet potatoes, a big batch of rice, a big batch of of vegetables. I want to make sure that the easiest thing to grab out of my refrigerator when I'm in a rush is going to be something healthy. I don't want to have to rely on my willpower to make a good decision when I'm rushed and tired and stressed out. So I have to plan ahead. Yeah. And now, so do you ever have the moments though, when you do make all that and you're just kind of like, I really don't want to eat it. And then 
do you ever eat something different or are you always like, I'm just going to eat it? I'm just going to eat it because I don't have any other options in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's so for for other people that are thinking like, okay, so I have stuff for the kids and whatever, like, is that ever a challenge for you that you may want to go like maybe eat more carbs than maybe what you should be eating right now and like go and eat their stuff, even if it's healthy, do you ever have that urge? Or do you do you feel like you've trained yourself so well that you're just like, no, this is just what I'm eating? Uh, absolutely. We all have urges maybe to have, you know, more carbs or more sweets. But I am pretty regimented in my food, in my schedule. And I just, I pick what works. And You know, one question that I get asked a lot is, am I making three different meals, something for my kids, something for myself, something for my husband? And the answer is no, we are all eating the same thing. Now, my proportions may be a little bit different. Uh, You know, right now I'm in off season and I'm trying to build muscle. So I'm eating probably twice as much as the rest of my family. And then as we get closer to um, my competition, I'll cut my calories, but really what I'm actually eating doesn't change. Yeah, no. And I I do think that makes such a big deal trying to not, you know, make all the different meals for the kids and, and whatnot, and just, um, having different portions for like the kids obviously don't need to eat as much as the adults. And maybe, you know, uh, you're eating more than, are you eating more than Jeff or no? (laughs) Uh, some days. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so usually that's the other way around, but like, but just to have enough, you know, you're eating the same, but you're just eating different portions. And so what I wanted to, you know, ask you, so you're, so <clears throat> how about you tell us a little bit about your, uh, bikini competitions and why you decided to do it. And then I'm going to go back and ask you about what you're eating, um, off season and then what you eat when you're really getting close. So, um, how about you share with us what made you decide to do that journey? I decided to actually, I wanted to compete because I wanted a goal for myself. I was getting so busy training other people, which is absolutely what I love to do, but I didn't want to let my own workouts kind of go to the side. So I needed to pick a goal for myself. And that's why um, I wanted to try something new. I've done other competitions before and CrossFit competitions, but I wanted a totally new challenge that would force me to grow, but also so I can learn new things that could translate in helping my own clients. So, and I really learned, sorry. No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. What I love about it the most is when you push yourself physically in the gym, you truly realize what you're capable of. And that's when you start to push yourself mentally in all other areas of life. And, you know, it just reinforces that you can accomplish anything if you have a time-bound goal, create a plan, and have some accountability. Without any of those three things, it would be hard to accomplish anything. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, um, how long do you usually train for when you know that you're going to do this bikini competition, like how many weeks is it from kind of like the start to the time that you're going on stage? Well, I mean, you're always training. So there is, you're either trying to 
increase your muscle, which means, you know, working hard in the gym, eating lots of uh, additional calories to put on muscle. And then depending on, you know, your body type or you want to start cutting your calories anywhere from eight to 12 weeks prior to a show, but you're still continuing to work out. Your, uh, my workouts will be a little different, kind of closer to the show. Um, but you're always, always working out. You're always changing your, your calories and your diet. So what would you say was the most scary thing about doing the bikini competition? Like, and, and also like your, the biggest challenge that you had. It's the unknown. Um, especially doing it the first time, having no idea how my body will really react. I mean, I got down to 8% body fat. I've never been down wow. that low. Yeah. I didn't know if that was even going to be possible. Um, you know, you don't know, you think you have muscle, but then when you start losing, you know, body fat percentage, your muscle will drop too. There's just so many unknowns and you don't know how you're going to feel when you walk on stage the first time. You have no idea what the, you know, competition is going to be like. There's just a lot of unknowns and you just, I just stayed focused and worried about what I, myself, what I had to present and kind of just gotten that tunnel vision and you just, you go out there and do your best because yeah. there's nothing you can do at that point. Right. <clears throat> now, since you are a trainer and you've done CrossFit, what was the biggest change in regards to the type of workouts that you needed to do? Because now you're trying to create a body to look a certain way, right? To do this competition. Um, what was the biggest thing that you noticed was different than what you had been doing before? There's no other sport I can think of that requires discipline 24-7. You have to always be on top of your macros and your eating every single day. You have to follow your workouts and make sure you're getting the proper rest. And it is around the clock. There really is no off season. Yeah. And I was thinking, especially when you were in season, like for, you know, during the really strict time, what did you find yourself thinking or feeling when traveling during that time? And like, I'm sure you're getting invited to birthday parties or whatever. Um, how did you stay the course? Did you ever feel like kind of sad or frustrated that you just couldn't, you know, be like, let loose? You know, a lot of people when they go on vacation, they're like, oh, I'm going to let loose. I'm going to eat whatever. Did you ever find yourself feeling that way? Or did you, were you just so focused that you're, you were kind of like, I don't care? I mean, as far as on vacation, um, I always like to kind of tighten up my eating and my workouts prior to going on vacation about, you know, 10 to 14 days. Mm. And I'll make sure, you know, I won't miss a workout. I'm eating properly. And then when I go on vacation, I, I do want to enjoy it. But I always make sure that I have my own snacks available. Um, whether that's, you know, my protein bars, my protein shakes or beef jerky or almonds, things like that, that I can kind of just throw in my bag. And then when I go out to eat, I do, I enjoy the local food and I have a few drinks and I enjoy myself and I don't get too concerned about, you know, the workouts, 
But usually as a family or whether it's my husband and I, we enjoy downtime, but we also enjoy adventure and getting out and doing fun things. Now, when you're on vacation, though, would you do any would you do anything probably active or is that why you're saying like you go really strong right before you leave? No, on vacation, I mean, we would we'll love to find a great place to go hiking or we'll go skiing or we'll go, you know, water skiing. There's tons of physical activities that we like to do that, you know, is our workout while right. we're on vacation. Yeah. No, I love that. So now when you're trying to hunker down, have you gone on vacation when you were like eight to 12 weeks out from a show? I have gone out of town yeah, uh, to visit family and things like that, but I would not schedule a fun vacation. Sure. Yeah. Because you wouldn't, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't want to be that strict. Prior to a show. Uh, no, it, yeah, it's, it's not worth it at that okay, point. Okay. So that's good to know. Yeah. Um, so how about you give us an idea of what your food looks like when you're off season? So like right now, how about you walk us through, like you get up. What does it look like? What are you eating? And then like walk us through your snacks, lunch, snacks or whatever, dinner. And then um, and then give us an example of one of your workouts, what, what it would look like. So I eat pretty much the same thing for breakfast every day, which is egg whites, egg, some avocado, maybe some salsa and baby spinach. And then I have probably a half a dozen snacks that I always just like to have. And I like to make snacks, something that I can just throw in my purse or have in the car, which would be, you know, a healthy protein bar, apple, almonds, beef jerky, just grab and go type of Mm -hmm. things. And then for my lunch, I probably have three or four different things that I have for lunch all the time. And usually I'm on the go in the car or eating somewhere. So I make sure I pack my lunch at the same time I pack my kids lunch every day. And I have my own little cooler that I bring with me. And then for dinner, we have, I don't know, maybe a dozen or so dinners that we rotate through. But really, all of us pretty much eat the same thing all the time. It's just finding meals that work and will meet your goals. Yeah. So give us one example of a lunch. And then you told us about dinner that, or that you do a uh, sweet potato and chicken and vegetables. What is one of your lunches that you feel like is an easy throw in the cooler? Cause I know like so many moms, like you said, they're like driving around and I feel like that's why they end up going through a drive through. Um, so how about you just give us one of those lunch meals that you can throw in a cooler and it's pretty easy. So one of the things I make on Sundays is a big batch of chicken salad. So I will get um, chicken, throw it in a bowl. And instead of mayonnaise, I use Greek yogurt and then I can throw in some celery and grapes and I'll season it. And, uh, I make a big batch. I put it in, you know, five or six different Tupperware bowls and then I can pull from that. And that's what will be my lunch all week. So are you just eating the chicken salad by itself with nothing else? Uh, usually. But then I'll have snacks with right. it. Okay, gotcha. You know, throughout the day, I'll I'll have a snack, or maybe I'll have my apple and my chicken salad at the t- same time. And you know, it, it, it's a big portion, but it's sure. great because I'm getting a lot of protein, 
um, not only from the chicken, but from the Greek yogurt. And, you know, the more protein, eating more protein makes you feel more full and crave less carbs <laughs> and less fat. So do you eat anything else with the chicken salad? Absolutely. I might have one of my snacks that are in my purse with it as well. I'll pull out my apple or almonds. Maybe I'll want my protein bar with it. It kind of just depends, but I like to have options on hand that I could just grab out of my purse quickly. Yeah. Now, what does a workout look like for you when you're kind of off season? Off season, I am trying to do, I love taking classes. So I'll take a couple classes a week just to kind of get my cardio in. And then I also, I'm doing a lot of weightlifting. So, and I'm going and lifting as heavy as I possibly can on everything. I do lower body a few days a week, and then I'll do my upper body about two or three days a week. Okay. So that, that is interesting. Like how much, like how you're saying you're doing heavy lifting. So now when you switch over and you're getting closer to uh, the competition, what does your workouts look like? Does it, um, do you start dropping like the heavy lifting and not do so much or, um, or is it the same? How about you walk us through that? It will, it really will just depend on what my weak points are. I will continue to try to lift as heavy as I can. I just may not be doing as many sets or reps. I see. And then you do, do you keep with the classes and, and the cardio and all that kind of stuff? Absolutely. Okay. But yeah, go everyone's ahead. going to be a little bit different depending on what their strengths and weaknesses are. So someone else may have a completely different routine than what I have. Yeah, that makes sense. When I was going to ask you, what, what does your um, eating look like when you are getting like the eight to 12 or the, yeah, the eight to 12 weeks before competition, what really changes compared to what you're eating um, when you're off season? Well, right now I am close to about 2,500 calories and the few weeks before I will drop to, you know, maybe around 1500 calories and even less. And I'm eating really, really clean. So I'm not doing salts or sauces or anything like that. I'm keeping all my foods very basic. So would you even be able to make the chicken salad with having the Greek yogurt or would that have to go? I would continue with the Greek yogurt probably up until one or two weeks prior mm -hmm. to the show. Yeah. Because dairy sometimes with some people mm -hmm. can make you look a little soft or flat. Right. Yeah. And so are you still eating the same snacks, kind of like the protein bar or almonds and stuff like that? Or does that change? No, I would not be eating the protein bar. I would want to get all of my protein from real food mm. as much as possible. And I would, I do eat a lot of almonds all the way up until right before the show. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. It's just interesting, like what you can, what you, what you can keep in and what you need to kind of get out. And I'm sure you learned that as you go. So um, Danielle, we're almost at the end of the show and I wanted to pick your brain on this because I've trained with you and I know that you're not all about the size or the number on the scale. So can you share with us what a healthy lifestyle should be all about if it isn't just about the numbers? Because I know people get so fixated on that and then it can literally just ruin their day or week. So what is your thoughts on that? Absolutely. A healthy lifestyle is 
all about feeling your best so you can give your unique gift to the world. It's going to be different for everybody, but at the end of the day, I think all of us really want to do is just feel good. To me, living a healthy lifestyle means having the energy to do whatever I want when I want to or have the energy to do what I need to do. Having the strength to contribute to society and not take away from it means a lot to me and my family. It's just about feeling comfortable in your own skin and leading by example for your kids. It's about loving yourself and taking care of yourself that you can do all the things you want to do and that make you happy. I tell my clients all the time that your body is the gateway to everything else in life. When you feel good about yourself, you feel empowered. Healthy lifestyle gives you direct feedback on the decisions you make, on your willpower, and on your discipline. And when you start seeing the results, it's proof that you're able to create change in your own life, and you can take that and translate it into every other part of your life, which I think is truly amazing. Yeah, no, I love that. And, you know, Danielle, as we wrap up, um, I want you to be able to share the app that you created and where people can find you on social media and your website. Absolutely. My website is daniellelevac.com. And my Instagram is just Danielle underscore Levac. And my Facebook is Danielle Levac Fitness. And also on my website, I have a short little form that you can go and fill out. And I would love to give anyone listening a free week of workouts that you can get uploaded right to your phone through my app. Yeah. So how about you share a little bit about why your app is so great? What I love about it is I am able to do custom programming for anyone. So depending on what your goals are, what your needs are, maybe you can work out at home two days a week, and then you go to the gym or the rec center two or three days a week, and you want to find a regimen that works good for you, I can create a custom plan on the app. And then every day your workouts, it will walk you through what to do. And the best part is there's a little video that shows you how to do every move in case you don't know or you forget. And there's also an explanation on how to do it. And all my programming is progressive and customized for what you need. That's awesome. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know this will inspire so many moms. Thank you so much, Amber. I appreciate it. Hey, you guys, I want to make sure that you are not missing out on every new episode that comes out weekly. So all you have to do is subscribe to our email list. Just go to mominspiredshow.com and then just enter your email so that you don't miss out on any new shows. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this show and I'll see you next week.